Welcome to the Hope United Podcast, where we're creating a culture of worship, family, and discipleship. We hope this message challenges, inspires, and gives you hope today. If you like this podcast, remember to share and subscribe. Lord, we thank you, Father, that you would um, touch our hearts. Let us hear what you want us to hear today. Um, God, let's... um, God, speak to us in a profound way. God, as we open up the scripture, God, let us find something that we can apply to our life today and cause us to be more successful in the life that you've given us to live. In Jesus' name, amen. Last week, we started talking about this concept, how will they know? How will they know? Like people that have never heard about Jesus, how will they hear about him? How will people that have misconceptions about Jesus hear the truth of Jesus? How will they know? This is important because there's a lot of people that don't know about Jesus. There's an ever-growing group of people that have misconceptions about Jesus. And there's plenty of misinformation about Jesus. So again, how will they know? The Apostle Paul said it this way in Romans 10, 13 through 15. He said, everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. But how can they call on him to save them unless they believe in him? And how can they believe in him if they have never heard about him? And how can they hear about him unless someone tells them? And how will anyone go and tell them without being sent? That's why scriptures say, how beautiful are the feet of of messengers who bring good news. So today I want to talk to you about how beautiful it is to bring the good news. How beautiful. It's beautiful to carry the message. The most beautiful thing in this life is to carry the message. The most beautiful thing that we can do in this life is to share the message of Jesus. It is the highest sense of purpose that we can have. The highest sense of purpose that we can get. The core purpose of whatever purpose that you have is sharing who Jesus is and what Jesus did. If your purpose is to be an artist, the core of that artistry is the message of Jesus. If your purpose is to be a teacher, the core purpose behind teaching for you is to share the message of Jesus. If you're a business person, the core purpose of your business is to share the message of Jesus. The core purpose of all of our purposes is to share who Jesus is and what Jesus did. The good news is the core of all the purposes we have as believers. It is the center point. It is the height of beauty. How beautiful are the feet of the messengers who carry the good news? What is beauty anyways? Many things in the world are called beautiful. The mountains are beautiful. The ocean is beautiful. The sky is beautiful. God has created many things, and he has made them beautiful. God truly is the designer of all things beautiful, the plants, the animals, humanity. And one thing is especially beautiful by God's standards. And this is what God is essentially saying. One of the most beautiful things you will see on this earth is the feet of those who bring the good news. It's the height, the feet of those that bring the good news. If God's opinion matters, which it should, 
What's really beautiful are the feet of those who are bringing the good news. The most beautiful thing is the redemptive nature of Jesus Christ being revealed in our journey. The most beautiful thing is the glory of God revealed in the power of salvation. I want to connect myself to that experience. Not just for myself, but for others. I want to be connected to the power of salvation. I want to be a part of the redemptive plan for humanity by being someone that brings good news. That is beautiful. I'm part of God's redemptive plan when I share about the person of Jesus Christ. My feet are now beautiful when I bring that message. Now, the word that Paul uses is horeos, horeios. And it's a Greek word that means flourishing, flourishing. When I share the message of Jesus Christ, my journey is flourishing. When I share about the person of Jesus, my activities in this life are flourishing. There's lots of things I can do in this life that are productive, but none that are more productive, none that flourish more than sharing the person of Jesus Christ. I want to choose activities in this life that really are productive. Got to spend a little time away with Pastor Corinne this last week, and we were talking about what's really important in life and about how we should spend our time doing the things that are important. I want to tell you, the most important thing that we do, something that truly flourishes, is when we talk about the person of Jesus, when we share the person of Jesus. Talking about Jesus is our native soil. We flourish when we do that. Talking about him makes us grow. Bringing the good news makes my life more profitable in every way. This word, this Greek word for beauty also means mature. And when we share the message of Jesus, it causes us to mature in our faith in a way that nothing else does. When we share the message, it causes maturity to happen in us. And this is the funny thing. The more maturity happens in us, the more we want to share who the person of Jesus is, what he's done for us, and what he can do for others. Sharing the good news causes maturity, and maturity causes one to want to share the good news. This word beauty also means to be ripe or blooming. When you share, you are truly fruitful. You want to know what it is to be fruitful in this life? It is when we share what God has done through the person of Jesus. We are fruitful, and there's nothing like bringing the good news that will cause your spiritual life to blossom and be ripe. We all want to talk about having a harvest of good things in our life, right? Am I correct? We want to have a harvest of good things in our life. Well, when we talk about our faith and we talk about the person of Jesus Christ, it actually is such a beautiful thing that it causes a ripening and a blooming. It causes there to be a harvest in our lives. Jesus would oftentimes say this um, statement, he who has ears to hear, let him hear. Because there's something about hearing, there's something about listening Jesus says in John 10, 27, my sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. 
But the question is, how can someone spiritually hear that has never first learned to spiritually hear? How can somebody hear the voice of God? How can somebody become acquainted with Jesus, which is a spiritual listening, if they've never first naturally heard something? For some, they have to have this natural starting place. Many people, actually, they're not going to be able to hear spiritually because they're not used to spiritual things. That's just not a thing that they've been having access to in their life. It's foreign to them. Listen to what Jesus is saying. Where is he? How do I hear that? How do I even begin that? And they're not used to operating on that level or in that dimension. And so first they have to hear something in the natural. And that's where our job comes in. Before they can learn to hear his voice, first they must hear your voice. They must hear our voices. Romans 10, 14. But how can they call on him to save them unless they believe in him? And how can they hear about him unless someone tells them? It is our job to be the bridge. Right? You and I, we are bridge builders. We build a bridge between God and man. God is trying to connect to people. People that are close to him, people that are far from him. But some people are not aware. Some people cannot hear him yet. And you and I are called to build that bridge. We speak to those who cannot hear him yet. We are bridge builders. We are the feet that are beautiful. We help the message travel. When you allow your activity to to be one that lets the message travel, that's beautiful. That's something that God can bless. We bring the message to those that have not yet heard it, and it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing to build bridges. It's a beautiful thing to bridge the gap between God and man. In that way, we're being like Christ. To bridge the gap between God and man. Some people are saying, I don't know if I need God. I don't know if I want religion. I don't know. Or I have misconceptions. And we become bridge by opening up our mouth and taking a chance, taking a risk, and talking about who Jesus is and what Jesus did. I want to help someone that has never heard the message of Jesus Christ. I want to help someone that has some misconceptions about who Jesus is. I want to be the one that brings the message to someone that has not heard it clearly. I want to be the one that brings the message to someone that does not properly understand what God has done for them. That's true religion. Everyone gets their start with God somewhere. Can you remember the point where you got your start with God? Where your journey began? There is a story in the Bible of a boy named Samuel. And he eventually became one of the greatest heroes in Israel. He actually became the leader in Israel. But before he was a hero, he couldn't hear from God. The reason they became a hero is because he could hear from God so well, but he didn't start off that way. 
First, he couldn't hear God. He needed someone to build a bridge for him. Samuel would need someone to show him the way. So before he became this iconic leader in Israel, God had to put someone in his path that could build a bridge. That person was Eli. Eli taught him to listen. If you know the story, he was trying to figure out what he was hearing. And Eli helped him understand how to listen, how to communicate with God. Eli was far from perfect, but God used Eli to teach Samuel how to listen. I'll say it again. Eli was not perfect. The person that God let teach Samuel how to hear was not perfect. Maybe you're sitting here today and saying, I'm not perfect. And you're letting that stop you. Maybe you're not building bridges because you're still working on you. It's okay to work on you. But I want you to know that God uses imperfect people to build bridges. So maybe there's some imperfections in your life that you're working on. God can still use you while you're working on those things. He wants to use you to build a bridge for someone else. Don't disqualify yourself. You can still build bridges. Don't disqualify yourself from helping others. If you wait till you have completely arrived, think about how many missed opportunities to build bridges you will have passed up on. Don't disqualify yourself from helping others. Where would Samuel be without Eli? Where would Solomon be without a flawed David? Where would David be without a flawed Saul? Where would Jacob be without a flawed Isaac? Where would Isaac be without a flawed Abraham? The father of faith that was so full of faith he had to lie about his wife because he was worried about getting killed. There are imperfections that we have sometimes, and God uses us despite those imperfections to build bridges to people that he loves so much that if not for your voice, might never hear a clear message of who Jesus is. God is always using imperfect people to build bridges, and God can use you. We all have things that we're working on, and that's great. Keep working on that. Do that. Do better. Want to be better. Strive to be better. But don't let that stop you from building bridges. Don't let that stop you from bringing the good news. Don't disqualify yourself if God is in the process of qualifying. What a thing to misunderstand when we disqualify ourselves and God is in the process of qualifying us. God sent Jesus to die on the cross to qualify us and we let the devil trick us into disqualifying ourselves. He wants us to build bridges. He wants us to be the feet that carry the good news. It's beautiful. How beautiful is that? To bring the good news, especially in moments where people are confused about who Jesus is or have never heard succinctly 
what Jesus did. It is such a beautiful thing when you are in the middle of a conversation and you realize that somebody has never had Jesus properly explained. My prayer today is that God stirs our hearts to be bridge builders. That we see that there are others that have never heard what we have heard. There are others that have never seen what we have seen. The message is not clear to them. And we receive the charge to tell them. My prayer is that we see how beautiful it is to share our faith. Even when the culture tells us it's not appropriate, it's not politically correct, even when we're told and encouraged not to do it, my prayer is that we'll see the beauty and the eternal satisfaction in sharing who Jesus is and what Jesus did. It is beautiful to bring the message. It's beautiful to build bridges. It is beautiful. Let's bow our heads in prayer. God, I thank you for the beautiful message that you have entrusted us with. It's not something that we take light. And maybe if we've taken it light, God, we want to really begin to pick up this message and understand the full magnitude of what it means not just to us, but to others that are in our path. God, I thank you, Lord, that you stir our hearts to be like your heart. God, that we can share who Jesus is and what Jesus did in our journey, wherever our feet go, that we would have beautiful feet, feet that bring the good news. God, I thank you. Maybe there's some people in this place that you say, Pastor, I'm not where I need to be with Jesus. Hearing you talking today, but I've realized that I've kind of drifted in my relationship with him. I'm not where I need to be today. I want to reconnect with him. I want to connect with him. If that's you today, just slip up your hand. I want to pray with you right where you are. This is the most important thing when we say yes. Amen. Amen. If that's you, slip up your hand. I want to pray with you. And if you lifted your hand, I want you to say this prayer. We can all say this prayer together. Jesus, thank you for loving me before I even knew how to love you. Jesus, I'm sorry for the moments that I drifted. I'm sorry for the things that I did that were not right. Sorry for my sins. Jesus, apply your perfect work on the cross to my life. Forgive my sins. Give me a fresh start today. Jesus, I want to follow you. I want to be like you. Give me the strength to do that. Give me the guidance as I do that. In Jesus' name, everybody said, amen. amen. Come on, let's give God the praise today. Such a beautiful message. And it's not just me and a few handful of people that get the opportunity to share it. We all 
get the opportunity to share it. We just have different platforms. We just have different pulpits. We're just sharing our sermon in different places. So I encourage you, find your pulpit. Find the person that God is sending you to. This week, this month, who is it that you can bring the beautiful, life-changing message of Jesus to? Amen? If God is with you, who can be against you? And if Jesus is in your corner, you will be undefeated. Thanks again for listening. If you like this podcast, remember to share and subscribe. For more information or to connect with us, go to hopeunited.church. And remember, if God is with you, you will be undefeated.